There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. I have the opportunity to, to the first time I get to lead a program uh, at Oklahoma. Are you kidding me? It doesn't get any better than just, this. The biggest reason is, is just, you know, this is Oklahoma. And uh, Oklahoma uh, is, is um, a special place. All right, so a big recruiting day today as Sooners landed four-star wide receiver Anthony Evans and four-star DB Makari Vickers. How are we feeling about this? Well, I would just like to start off by saying Anthony Evans, the only word I have is wow, just wow. I'm not really sure how that happened. Um. I was kind of a one where we all thought he was going to Georgia and this more or this afternoon at like one thirty ish, two ish, we see Fong flip flip his crystal ball back to OU. And so it was just crazy the way that recruitment played out and Makari Vickers he was a guy we kinda knew who's been locked in since the champion barbecue visit, I think. Especially after uh, especially after Alabama got the commitment from Caleb Downs. They already had a lot of guys in the safety room, and I feel like th- this was the spot for him. And I really like him as a player, and I feel like he was a very big pickup. Same with Evans. Yeah, I was – I earlier this week, you know, the talk was Evans was for sure going to Georgia. And the fact that they got both these guys – and the fact that they they kept Evans committed after the Gundy situation, I mean, it's just huge. I mean, and the thing is, they got Evans over Georgia, and they got Vickers over Bama. I mean, they beat out Bama and Georgia. Oh, you never beat out Bama and Georgia in recruiting. Like, think about all the the past few years with Lincoln Riley, it would come down to OU and Bama and who would get him? Bama. You know, so this is just like unprecedented. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And I feel like it's crazy to think that the expectations for this year's class were top 10. I feel like a couple months ago, we were talking about this being a big June and July and jumping us into the top 10 but I don't I didn't expect top five in year one I expected around seven to eight to be realistic but top five right now we're sitting at number four and there's a very light likely chance we we end up at number three or number two by the end of the cycle yeah and I saw this this stat today so it's the highest rated recruiting class in OU football history with the, they have right now it's at 284.84 with only 22 commits. That's insane. And they haven't even coached it down yet. I mean, they haven't even coached yet. It's like, this is all based off of Venable's history as a defensive line in that Clemson and OU and based off the culture they're building, period. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. The, Culture is definitely the thing that's very attractive to players that are very highly sought 
sought after. That's why a lot of guys go to Alabama and Ohio State and Clemson and Georgia. It's not just because they're great programs, but it's because they have a great culture there. And they develop them as men and players off the field. And that's a very important thing, especially when you host a player on a visit and and their families can see that. Yeah, but, you know, I'm kind of tired of some of these Georgia fans after they lost out on Evans. They're like, well, you're and, dropping the money bags. Oh, yeah. He's not dropping any money bags. Come on, guys. I mean, let's just stop well, with that. These people that are saying that, they don't know OU's recruiting style at all. Exactly. If anybody's dropping money bags, it's Bama and Georgia, let's be honest. And there's a whole yeah, other crowd that's saying OU's broke. What do you mean? Have you not seen that on Twitter? People are like, yeah, but what do you mean by OU's broke? I, I don't know. Well, there, it, well, there's well, a whole he, bunch of people that say it. They're well, saying OU's saying broke, but then they're going out and saying not, that OU's dropping the bag. Yeah, well, they say they're broke because you don't see reports like Texas and other schools, A&M, paying their players, offering them contracts, basically to come play for them. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... So, I mean, with these two guys committing, who's who's the next one? I mean, we don't really know. We're not. I mean, I think. Yeah, I think Jordan, we're not. We're not. I mean, I think that uh, I think that Bowens is going to decommit from Notre Dame. When he does that, it may jump OU above Notre Dame, I think. So, OU will yeah. be at, OU will be at three after that happens. Yeah, speaking a bit on uh, Vickers, he might have – uh, he has so much potential. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where he's going to play, but he has a lot of potential. Him well, next to Jacoby the, Johnson could be. Well, the he said he's going to play some cheetahs, what they told him. Yeah, they also. He'd be good to, to uh, Caleb Spencer, too. In my opinion, this is a different talk for another day, but he's my most underrated player in this recruiting class. I but... agree. Who, Caleb Spencer? Caleb Spencer, yes. yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah. yeah, talking about uh, Makari Vickers, the thing that separates him above everyone else at the safety position is his speed. He's like, you yeah. have Petaway, Evans, and him all on the field. Well, it's a track team out there. Here's the, here's the thing. Next year, I mean, next two years, say. All right, let's just say next two years because you can't go pro as a sophomore after a sophomore year. So in two years – well, starting next year, you're going to have at the receiver position, you're going to have Jaden Gibson, Jalil Farouk, Nick Anderson, Jalil Farouk, uh, Anthony Pettaway. Evans, Petaway, Keon Brown. Guys, are you kidding me? Yeah. And then it's, at quarterback, you got Evers and Arnold. Arnold. Are you and kidding me? And potentially if Dylan Gabriel comes back. I mean, this – this offense, I honestly thought what would happen, just because I know Venable's history when he was at OU before and when he was at Clemson, I was like, okay, this recruiting is going to get flipped on its side for a little bit. OU's going to start getting defensive guys, but not as many offensive guys. But you look at this class, and they're not dropping off that much offensively. I mean, Smothers and Hicks are running back. Well, yeah. see, it's like with me. 
you know, I was the, the opposite way. I kind of expected the defensive guys to wait just because they didn't know what the defensive product was going to be on the field, especially because I feel like a lot of guys didn't know who Ted Roof was, and they knew that Brent Venables wasn't going to be on the defensive plays. But yeah, but like, but you yeah, know what? Mainly, he will be. But you know yeah. what, Jackson? Do you know what Venables has going for him big time? Like Todd Bates. Throw, well, throw out, throw out Todd Bates, throw out him being at Clemson. All he has to do is say, "Hey, look at Kirby Smart in Georgia. They didn't think he was going to do it when he left Bama. They thought it was all saving. What did he do at Georgia? Mm-hmm. Within two years, they were dominant. Okay." Venables is going to be the same way. I see the same thing happening with OU. OU is going to be dominant recruiting. They're going to be top three every year. And they're going to be top three on the season every year. I mean, they're going to be just like Alabama and Georgia, in my opinion. He came to OU because he knew OU could, could recruit like this. Clemson, guys, Clemson's a lot harder to recruit to than OU. Be honest. Clemson is not a mm-hmm. traditional powerhouse. They built that into a powerhouse. Yeah. But still, any kid, it's OU. Traditionally, OU is one of the big dogs. Yeah, and I want to kind of – you said the wide receivers in the next couple of years, mentioning all of them. And then, Jackson, you hit on the speed that Vickers has, and, the, and y'all talked about the speed we're going to have with the receiver room. Just imagine Gentry Williams, Jaden Rowe, and Makari Vickers all as defensive backs in a couple of years. Oh, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. That's what, hey, this is the deal, though. When you start getting a recruiting class like this and you start stacking them on top of each other, then you have Vickers, you know, his competition in practice, he's guarding Anthony Evans, Jaden Gibson. It makes you so much better because your practice competition is just – it's going to make the games easier. It's and that's better what you're than dealing the, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're dealing with when you watch Alabama and Georgia, and you're like, man, they only play two games a year because the rest of the games they just kill everybody. Well, that's what OU needs to do in the, in, well, in the SEC. They dominate most teams until you play the big dogs because when you have recruiting classes like this back-to-back, if they put a few classes like this together – it, yeah, that's what's going to happen. You know, these arguments, I hear these arguments every year about, well, the stars don't matter. The four stars doesn't matter. It does. That's, not, it that's does. not true. It does matter. It does matter. Yes, you have to develop them. But if you're getting a bunch of four and five star guys, you're going to be at the top of the list. I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah, and, and we're getting guys Unless with you're potential. Texas. Unless we're getting you're guys. We're getting guys with potential. And stars, it just, it's just like you can develop them. Into and like we got a coaching staff that can develop. They can develop them. I right, completely and understand. The, and program that we'll a do lot of too. our guys that are three stars, they would be four stars if they played at higher schools, but they just play at such low level schools. Then well, competition like, like he a guy Brown, that he on Brown's gonna get another star. Yeah, that's a he had a massive game last night. I heard massive game. Went off. Yeah. For and sure. Did you hear uh, Anthony Evans talking about his commitment? I saw some quotes from him. He didn't just mention Washington. He didn't just mention Venables. He said he he had good relationship with guys like Jay Valai. 
Like, yeah, it's like an all around coaching staff recruiting. You know what I mean? It's not just, and that's the thing. A coach leaves, but you have other coaches like Gundy left, but he had a relationship with other coaches. So you're not banking at all on one coach pulling a guy in. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, when it comes to uh, recruiting, though, though I feel like the thing that gets forgot about is having the relationship with the head coach the most. Oh yeah, because he you think said about he your said that position coach talking all the time. Yeah, yeah, he said that Venable talks to him every day, I believe, or texts him like every day, every other day. Yeah, and what people don't realize is what OU is doing also with the their recruiting style is the parents are loving it, okay? Mm-hmm. They're wanting to send their kid there because they know he's going to be taken care of as a man. He's going to grow as a man. It's not just football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. this was a huge day. This was a massive day for OU. I cannot believe they got both those guys. I really can't. Yeah, I know. And to think about it, I think – Another guy that we could potentially recruit again is T's a wide receiver. Yeah, I've heard some He's a guy we that. heard some stuff about. Last night, apparently, they got back in contact with him. And he was at the uh, game versus Awasa last night for Bixby. I saw him there, so I didn't know if there were any I watched him play tonight. there. I watched him play yeah. tonight. He he played some safety, got an interception at safety. In terms of receiver, he didn't really do a whole lot, but I don't really think you can judge it because their their quarterback wasn't the best. But yeah, for sure. Hey, you're on mute, by the way. Uh, okay, sorry, I was on mute, guys. Uh, what I was saying is OU's recruiting him as a defensive guy, and that's kind of why he chose Arkansas from what I've heard. Yeah, no, that's from, that's that's completely but, right. They yeah, recruiting him as a defensive back. He looked better to me tonight at safety than he did at receiver. Now, in the slot, he looked pretty good, but he looked good at safety. Here's the problem, though. OU's going to be pretty deep at receiver for the next few yep. years. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they take another receiver, you know, Jackson? I don't know. What do you think's left? They have 22 commits. What are they going to get, 26? I'm, I'm hoping on Malachi Coleman. So you think Me they're getting two more That's players? That's the one guy I want. How many do you think? Four? Coleman, Renaud, Hicks. I mean, and I think there, there could still be Bowen. potential with Cecilia Connor. What about Bowens? Bowen, Bowen Yates. Yates. I mean – and BB they're said they're going to decision. Well, they're uh, no, they're well, hey, they can take more because BB said also, that. Oh, well, apparently they're also talking to David Hicks' teammate that's committed to SMU. Yeah, I've heard that. Jalen Kilgore and a kid that's committed to TCU. They've been in contact with. I want to say he's a well, safety. We can take more in this class because he said that the scholarship with Brendan Walker is going to go towards this next class. Okay, somebody explain this to me while we're on this subject, okay? Because I'm confused. So they had that running back transfer in today from Washington, the four-star. Yes. Ineligible. Yes. What? He's ineligible? Yeah, he can practice. Yeah. Him, so he'll be. Yeah. He, he's not so is he on scholarship? Play. No, he's a walk-on. Uh, he no. walked on transfer. 
Yeah. Did he walk on? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive he walked on. Okay, because I was thinking, if if he transfers in, they give a scholarship to him. When is this Harrington scholarship going to happen, guys? Uh, I personally What's the deal think that Harrington next year. I think that Harrington secretly has a scholarship already, but they're just not going to say it because I I haven't heard anyone ask about it. Well, you can't secretly have one though. Yeah, you well, can't. Well, yeah, I know. Well, like I'm sure that if they have one, the school and the administration, the NCAA knows, but it may not be out to the public. Yeah, but I would think the team would know. You yeah, know, I don't think he's on scholarship. I wonder if they're going to do it like this week leading up to the game or something. Maybe. I mean, I, do they have one to give? Walker scholarship, and Wa- they have Wade Tate no, as well. No, Walker's can't be given because somebody asked that question at the press conference last night. To he said it's going into the next recruiting. Yeah, yeah. so it's not so going they have Joseph, well, Joseph, Joseph Wade Tate. Uh, yeah, Joseph Wade I would just think Harrington will get on scholarship pretty quick because this will be his final year. No, he can come back. He's he's not coming back if he has a good year. If he plays up yeah. to what we've heard he's playing like, I don't, yeah, I don't think he'll come back. I mean, but it's like – I think when I when I look at it and, and pull up past years, it's like, oh, this year we're going to lose this guy and this guy. It's like, well, maybe this guy can step up. But at this point – I feel we're so deep at each position, like in the future wise. I don't know. It's just, a, it's kind of like, it's a great feeling to know, well, if something happens, you have the the guys who can step up next. Yeah. It's like the only uh, position on the team that I don't expect us to lose anyone at is probably defensive end, unless they're a fifth year guy. Cause I don't like, unless it's stripling. I personally yeah, think yeah. that was a good enough year to go to the NFL. But, like, I don't, don't see Grimes leaving or Laulu. Yeah. Did Did y'all see Vickers' announcement? I yeah. did. I, I saw it. Oh, my video. gosh. That was classic, dude. That was sweet. Yeah. He somehow got the gold hat. It was, well, a fake so, one. it was a fake one. Well, Someone yeah, yeah. Out, but... No, I know, but still, that was pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. So, great night of recruiting. Right. Yep. So, a great we can night. wrap that up. Probably what you want to move on to next, guys. Well, uh... Like what? Like our top, maybe the top... All right, so as we're recording this on Friday night, there is college football tomorrow. So, let's start talking about kind of nationally college football. We haven't done it that much. Um, first off, before we kind of get into, like, our top teams and all that, is there anything you guys are looking for tomorrow? I'm, I want to see how Casey Thompson performs. I feel like he's going to determine how good Nebraska is going to be this year because when you watch them at Texas – he really was very good for Texas. Just he didn't have an offensive line or a defense. And I feel like Nebraska, I feel like they always have a solid defense. It's just their offense that's not good. And if Casey Thompson can play anywhere like he did at Texas, he might be able to make them into a solid offense. Yeah, I mean, tomorrow 
there's college game day on TV. There's football games, so it's it's great. But there's really only like that Nebraska game's really only the game I'll probably uh, tune into really, you know, religiously to watch. I mean, other than that, the slate's pretty weak. But it is football, and I I do want to see Nebraska how they come out and how they play because you know Frost he's on the, he's on the hot seat big time. And they got to beat Northwest. I mean, it's like last year they opened up with Illinois first game and they lost. Remember that game? I mean, they lost that first game. It's like killer. Yeah. So I am in, I am interested too, Jackson, to see how Casey Thompson performs because we play them third game of the season, and I know they have a I think they have a cakewalk the next next week. So you know they they beat Northwest and they're going to be undefeated playing a. Oh, yeah. Well, not again, according to Stuart again, Mandel. Oh, don't even start with Stuart well, Mandel. Just apparently to him, we're going to be seven and five. So no, nah, that, hey, that's guys, a good game. They're going to struggle. While, really while we're at while we're at the national media, while you're saying it, I was watching tonight. I was watching the college drive or something. It's called on ESPN. Yeah, call it. Uh, oh, college, college football college drive. Football oh yeah, college yeah. And they had live, yeah. top top five coaches uh, changes this year. No BV. He wasn't listed. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Not no, it was Mario Cristobal, Lincoln Riley, Dan Lanning. Uh, let's see who were the other two. Marcus Freeman was on there probably. Marcus Freeman. There was one more. I don't remember. There's one more. Was it Billy it's Napier? Like, it was Billy Napier. It's like, come <laughs> on, guys. And then, and then they did their power rankings. And I will give it to Greg McElroy. I usually don't like him, but he was bashing the power rankings. They had USC at number twelve, and he was just bashing USC and Lincoln Riley. No, bashing yeah. Them. Well, also because he has a podcast through ESPN, I believe, and he and he was on there the other day defending OU. I want to say. Yeah, because he, he knows that OU in the past has played no defense, and that was always his gripe. And he's saying the same thing about USC. He was like, you know, they can bring in Caleb Williams, Mario Williams, Jordan Addison, Travis Dye. He was like, but they didn't do anything to their offensive or defensive line. So it doesn't matter, he said. They can go score 40 points. They're going to suck on defense. And that, yeah. that's kind of what OU was for the last six years. But the national yeah. media, they're not they're not really giving OU a chance at all, which I think is kinda crazy. Like I'm not saying OU's going undefeated. I mean, but I I'm I don't know you look at it from last year, where's the drop off? I I'm kinda kinda confused on where the drop off is. In a casual in a, in a ca- yeah. In a casual fan's perspective, yeah, you I just agree look that. at what Lincoln Riley leaving? Caleb Williams is gone. Spencer Rattler is gone. You know, I see it. But so, talking about power rankings, what do y'all got as far as top ten? Like, who do y'all got in there? Ooh. Are we doing national? Well, yeah, national, national. The obvious are gonna be Bama, Georgia. And Ohio State, I think I'd go the three Bama, Ohio State, and Clemson. Georgia as my top three easily. Yeah, 
at four, I have... That's tough. Who'd be four? I would put us at four, I think. Oh. I'd lean more towards... Actually, no. I would lean towards Clemson. I would... It would be Clemson or Utah. Clemson or Utah is my four or five. Yeah, Utah. I think Utah's underrated. They're coming out I, of the Pac-12. Them yeah, I think... Yeah, I yeah, think them are working. I agree. I agree. I think... I think the other SEC team you have to have in the top 10 is probably A&M. A&M because their defense. Because, but their quarterback, guys, we're a week from the first game. Name a freaking starting quarterback, A&M. What is Jimbo Fisher doing? Is it He can't figure out their starting quarterback yet? They have That's three good options. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. If you're a week from the first game and you can't name one, that tells me nobody's separating themselves. Hey, do, the hey you want to know what? If you have two quarterbacks, you have none. They have three. And they have none. Brody, they so, have zero. So, yeah, so yeah, they have zero. That, are that was their Achilles heels last year. That was their Achilles heel last year. All three of them are pretty good options. But they're, but none of them have separated themselves. Exactly. Yeah, they may be good, but they're not great. And then I I think Arkansas is on the Arkansas is on the cusp of the top ten in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I don't I know. Say you could I, start them in the top fifteen, but I I genuinely think they might finish seven. Where do you think they're going to be weak? Be at? the best Arkansas Where do you think team? they're going to be weak at? Honestly, if I were at a point where their weakness is, it's the schedule. Uh, that's that's the that's the yeah. weakness. I, I'm not talking about schedule. I'm talking about right now if you look at top 10 teams. Exactly. That's why I said they're probably top 15. But I can name 10 teams that are better than Arkansas right now. Name them. Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Utah, Clemson, A&M, Notre right. Dame, OU, Baylor, Michigan. Done. Hold on. I, this Baylor is what, and what, Michigan are. This is what annoys me the most. Notre Dame is not going to be a top ten team this year. Yeah, I don't know. Where, I don't know. There's no way. The I don't Dame believe hype. in the hype. No, Notre Dame, Notre, is, Dame Notre Dame has. is. Notre Dame is better than than Arkansas. Not even close. They have two good options at quarterback, and Marcus Freeman. They're going to have a good defense. They have a transfer in from Northwestern, who's True. pretty good. Uh, they're going to be better Brandon than Brandon Joseph. Hey, Brody, mm. Brody, Brody, real I, quick, Brody, real quick. On a neutral field right now, if OSU and Arkansas played, who would you pick? Arkansas. Brody, Arkansas. who would you pick? Okay. Do you know who just destroyed Notre Dame? OSU. In the bowl. So? Destroyed. OSU lost all their defense. Brody, they just Brody, they just You're saying last year. You're saying last year. Spencer Sanders ate up that defense. Ole Miss destroyed Arkansas. So they're better than them, right? Brody, Brody, all I'm right? saying is Notre Dame. So Ole Miss is better than them. Notre Dame's two years away. Well, Arkansas is yeah. not better than them right now. KJ Jefferson's a really good quarterback. They got Hazelwood at least. They're I good. Jane and Hazelwood. They're would a good. Start they're a top fifteen team. Anyone on the Notre Dame team? Yes, they're a top fifteen team. All I'm saying is you cannot put Arkansas. I, I think Arkansas is just as good as Notre Dame, and I would say Arkansas is just as good as Baylor. I think that's a toss-up. I think it's a toss-up. 
Uh, and here's the deal. A lot of these people, you stay in the top ten. I don't see that either. I, I know they're good. I really good. like their QB, Devin, Devin Leary. I, he's yeah, but the ACC QB. is he's so really good. They're, they're kind of like Wake Forest. Yeah. Well, it's just like yeah. uh, Miami, too. I don't believe in the Miami hype this year. No, they got to have another year. Like, like you're, I understand you're talking Tyler about Van Dyke. He's really good, but outside of that. I think you have, two, you have two 100% given playoff teams right now. The, I can tell you right oh, now will be in the playoffs. Ohio State and Bama. Ohio State okay. and Bama, yep. I think those are two are pretty much guaranteed. Unless, unless Michigan can give Ohio State a, a run for their money. If you like to hear Josh Pate talk, he loves some Wolverines. Yeah, but I feel like Michigan was a one-year wonder. I don't think they're going to do that again. It depends on who they play at quarterback. If they go McNamara, I don't think they're good. But if they go McCarthy, yeah. I think they're Yeah. Because they have McCarthy and Blake Corum. That's probably the second-best team in the ACC. You mean the, the, you mean the Big or Ten? Or the Big Ten. Big Ten, that's what I mean. Yeah. And then before we move, before we move to Big Twelve, uh, I I kind of want to start a thing where we do weekly locks of the week. So you pick one game from the weekend and lock yep. it as your lock of the week. Um, so I don't know the line. Do you know the line for Nebraska and Northwestern? You know it. Um, I yeah. can get it right here. It's no Nebraska line. minus eleven point zero. All right, I'm locking Nebraska. Yeah, as my lock, that's my lock of the week this week. I'm gonna take Nebraska in the under. Um, wait. So you're saying I could just lock in a game? I think this team's wait, gonna win 100, percent right? This, yeah, you have to go off this schedule. You have to go off this the week for tomorrow. Yeah. This oh week. well, yeah. So I, I can't pick OSU taking? over Central Michigan. No, that's that's week two. This is week zero, dude. Or that's week one. I mean, week that's zero. Thursday. That's Thursday. It doesn't matter. That's week one. Yeah, I mean, that counts week, week one. I'll give you my lock then. I think Florida State plays somebody. I'll give you my lock. I'm going to take Illinois. Uh, the team that's playing against Florida A&M. That's my lock. Who North is Carolina? It? That was going to be mine. I'll go Florida State over yep. to Quincy. So, North where do you got Florida, Florida State? A&M. Jackson East, yeah. North Carolina, I got and I'm taking Nebraska. Yeah. Those are our locks. We're going to keep tallies every week, see who gets the best. And and we'll do something with the OU around, like, players and stuff, like player of the week and stuff, right? Yeah. I think we yeah. do that. We'll start that kind of stuff next week. But yeah, I've got another question for y'all. Who, before seeing it, who are y'all top three Heisman contender or top five? Well, I was just going to ask y'all. Next I was year. just going to ask y'all. I want to go top five because – Oh, me, so you want me to tell you my top – oh. All right, you go first, Brady. Oh, y'all can go first. By my, be my guest. Top three, okay. Right, guaranteed. C.J. Stroud's in there. Top five. We're going top so you five. Got C.J. Stroud, Young. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dylan Gabriel as one of them. Um, I'm gonna go. Ooh, that's three. Is that three I've named? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, golly, 
I can give you my You're five right now. You're forgetting probably the best. I'm trying to think of a running country. back. Jason, you're, Will Anderson. You're, 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 <clears throat> yep, Will Anderson. That's. I'll give you my five. The three that he said plus Will yeah, Anderson. Yeah, I don't know. You know how they are about defensive guys. He'll though. be there. He'll be there. He won't win it, but. Yeah, he'll be there. What What about hey. a running back? What about running back? B. John could be there. But no. He, who else did? Who else did? Yes. B. John's the best running back in the country. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm. Hey. Do Do you yeah, guys? Won't be am I wild for thinking fifth Caleb guy? Williams could be the fifth guy? No. Caleb will. Like, listen. If I were to right pick now. five, it'd be him. We've had this argument before. We've had this argument before. I think Caleb Williams is going to go down as one of the most overrated quarterbacks to ever play Dude, college football. I get what you're saying about him. I don't think they'll be good because their defense. But he has – you cannot ignore the fact that he has Jordan Addison and Mario Williams. That alone is going to be enough to put him top ten in the Heisman race, in my opinion, even though he's not going to have an O-line. We'll see. We'll he see. even has uh, we'll see. Brandon Rice too, from Colorado. And Travis Dye. So they have – he – yeah. He will put up the numbers Brody. to be top five in the Heisman. Brody, I get it. But I'm going off of last year under Lincoln Riley's offense. He had some really bad games. True freshman. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll Man. say my top five Heismans. They're Heisman contenders. Uh, I got Gabriel Young, Stroud, Will Anderson in my fifth. I don't know how much of a shock this is going to be to you guys, but if you watch the Rose Bowl, uh, Jackson Smith and Najigba, I feel like he's a guy that could. Yeah, I could see that. He's a guy that could potentially go for over 1,700 yards this year. That's a lot, but like he played that, that Utah defense was top 10 nationally, I believe, last year. And how, how many yards did he yeah. put up? Was it like, was it like 400? That would probably be my sleeper. My sleeper would probably actually be the Utah running back, Tavian Thomas. Hey, you want to tell – hey, listen. What day is it? Friday, August 27th, 26th. Friday, August 26th. What day is the Heisman picked sometime in December? Y'all are going to come back to this pod when Marvin Mims is a top five Heisman Heisman finalist. All right? I I said it, it. but – yeah, and I do agree. I think I think I Hammer, can see Smith it for Jigba. Sure. Hammer Smith and Jigba. I completely agree. Now I want to present to y'all the uh, consensus, the Heisman odds, the top five in Heisman odds. You got C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Caleb Williams, B. John Robinson, and Quinn Ewers. No, <laughs> that's Quinn? a win, Brody. You're lying. You're lying. No, and, and guess who's no, Travion no, Henderson. Who? Travion Henderson. Is fourth? Sixth. He's sixth. Top five is Stroud, see, Young, that's Williams, actually Robinson, a, That's a guy Quinn that Ewers. I could see. Fifth, buddy. And after that, they wow. got DJ. You'll Do you not he just realize? He just got named he has the starter. Name, Quinn, he has the name Ooh in his name for a reason. Yeah, because Ewers. he's trash. Quinn because Ewers. he's trash. Quinn Ewers. I cannot wait till October eighth, dude. Guys, I can't wait. Right, I just 8th. can't wait till you know we're gonna be in the car driving back. Guys, on they're starting. Flood them. Flood Texas. Guys, guys, 
they start they're starting three freshman offensive linemen. Have yourself a day, Ethan Downs. Queen, no, Queen ha- Okay, I'll say this right now. Have yourself no a day, Jalen Redmond. Yeah, listen, yep. there's no way. Four sacks. There's no hey, there's no way Quinn Ewers makes it through the whole season without getting injured. Or bench. They're gonna have to bench. use both those quarterbacks because their their line's just so de- just kind of demolished. Their and best you know quarterback. I heard I heard Brian Davis, I think is his name, on a on a radio show this week, and he's like the Texas reporter or whatever. And he said that this week Sar- Sarkeesian was like, yeah, you know, we're going to have some growing pains. And he was like, Sarkeesian never talks like that. Like, he knows it's going to be a rough year. Like, hey, guys, their best quarterback is not yours or card. It's the yeah, freaking I agree Malik, with you, Brody. Yeah. Hey, I heard another guy say that on a podcast, say that the one they don't want to see play is that Layman, guy. Layman said really it. Good. Was it Layman? Yeah. Layman yeah, said Teddy it. Yeah, Layman said that. And then Parker Thune was with Lehman, and he was like, he said that he heard if Arch Manning coming in next year that he'll transfer. I mean, that's going to be Bama's quarterback. I'm just throwing Ew. it out there. He'll be Malik, dude. He'll be oh, Bama's yeah. quarterback. He'll transfer to Bama. But I don't see any outcome where Texas beats us. I don't see any outcome where they beat Bama. And I just don't see a way they beat Baylor. I don't, I don't see a way that they beat OSU. I don't think they can beat OSU yeah. either. And guys, I think TCU could give them a run for their money even. Hey, don't forget about the game in Lawrence. Oh, oh my. See, I didn't they even beat them last year one. in Austin, bro. They beat them no, last year maybe, in Austin. Hey, maybe um, the third time uh, is the I heard time. that they're going to hand out free tickets to Kansas fans for that game. For that game. Like yeah, you did it last year. Going to them for OU. free. Remember halftime of yeah. OU? Remember OU was trailing at halftime to Kansas? How is that physically yeah, I remember that. possible? <laughs> I'm serious. Hey, at least how are we not blowing them off? Was OU's offensive line that weak, like in that bad yes. of shape? The, the, the defense was that bad. The ball? Well, it's because our offensive line did yoga all year. Dude, they've been doing yoga for the last five years, Jackson. Yeah, true. Those don't even get me started. And who knows what they were eating as well? I mean, if you if you Cart, watch Turk's video, candy and popcorn. This new dude, I'm gonna try to get Turk on here. I'm gonna try to get Turk on our podcast. I'd like to know his. I would like to know his kind of story growing up. I I became a Christian. How he's so strong in his faith. It would have to be probably a bye week or like at the end of the year, but I I would love to have Turk on here. We'll for sure have to try and get some guests on here. Yeah. So did y'all hear? uh, Did y'all did y'all watch the uh, kind of the press conferences and stuff from practice the other night? I watched a couple of them. I saw Brent Venables and Dylan Gabriel's. Did you see? I saw Key Lawrence clip. I'm going to deep dive more into him to get something out on the website, but I did see what I think you're going to talk about. Well, he said, oh, yeah. somebody asked him about, somebody said, what do you think about Dylan Gabriel? How, how can you explain to us him? He goes, Heisman, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's what he said. Dude, he's got some well, swag, well, he's got some swag well, to him. Yeah. 
Lord willing, I mean, he stays considering healthy. he was on campus with guys as with the pure talent that Rattler and Williams have. I mean, who's that? Key. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, what so, do you I think mean, Rattler's gonna do this year? I hope he has a good year. Uh, man, Same. You know why? I'm I'm not I'm not sold. Just not. I think he'll have a good year. I do. He may not have the most eye-popping statistics, but... He'll have a good year. It'll be an offense that more fits him. More suitable. It is. It's an NFL offense, too. Yeah, circle that game for... You were talking about Arkansas, you know. That's true. Your Bitcoin over there, but... Wait, um, don't they play them in week two? Isn't that what that is? Yeah. Yeah, week one is Arkansas Cincinnati, which Cincinnati. Late Kick Josh Late Kick Josh is going to that one. He's setting up place there. Is that in mm-hmm. here? It's in Fayetteville, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. it is. I think Arkansas dominates Cincinnati. Cincinnati lost a lot. Yeah, I'm not I don't know about dominate, sure. but I think they beat them. Now South Carolina, you know, guys, we can get more into that when week two comes around. Um, but I think there's some special being built out there. That's yeah, I think Carolina. we should we should go ahead and go conference by conference in the Power Five, and we just talk about who we think is going to come out of each conference pretty quickly, and then yeah, we go into the, the top Big Twelve. Three. Let's do top three of each top conference of each conference. So let's start out west. Um, in the Pac-12, me give me Utah, Oregon, and USC three. All right, um, I'll go Utah 1, USC 2, and Oregon 3. I'm going to go Utah 1, Oregon 2, UCLA 3. I knew you were not going to have USC. There, there is no way. USC in there, Jason, bro. you have to be realistic. <laughs> no, not really not they are. have too much talent offense. to not be a top three team. They're going to yes. lose to Notre Dame. They're going to lose to probably Oregon and Utah. Or Brody, do they even play Oregon? No. I understand. They have too, You said they have too much talent. The same talented quarterback couldn't score against Kansas last year. Yeah, we I agree with last you. Year. But, hey, hey. They're going to be a top three team in the Pac-12. Okay. I, I think UCLA's pretty good myself. So I'm going to go Utah, Oregon, UCLA. And I can do That's that. That's what they said about UCLA for like eight years, though, with Chip Kelly. They've been waiting. Yeah, I, they still got the same quarterback. Arizona State? Yeah. Arizona State is awful. No, they yeah, got Emory got... Jones, dude. They... Herm Edwards is about to go. He, he's about to get about... off there, dude. Practice? We we talking about we talking about practice. Remember him at that? No playoffs. It was yeah. playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah, he's getting ready to be doing the announcing thing again. Yeah. So. So move uh, on. Circuit, well, I can't talk about Big Ten very much because yeah Lincoln, yeah we know you know got a little bit of bias there but Big Ten. Ooh, see. I, I'll start out Big Ten for. Start it out, yeah, start it out. I'll start out Big Ten. Ohio State one. Uh, I'm gonna go number two. Twenty bucks to Bra- Michigan. Nebraska. Whoa. I'm gonna go number three, Michigan. Whoa. Wow. 
Wow. All right, all right. All right. What? What the? Whoa, whoa. Nebraska? Nebraska over Michigan. Over Michigan. Yep. Hold on. How? Explain that real quick. Hold on. For for me? Okay. No, go go ahead, Jackson. No, I got... No, I got Ohio State one, uh, Michigan two, and Wisconsin three. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So before I go, can you can you go ahead and explain that? Nebraska. Yeah, I can't explain it. Nebraska last year lost seven games by a total of like fifteen points. Almost the best three and nine team ever, ever, man. Okay. And then they got a they got a better quarterback. And Michigan does too. Yeah, I, I'm just going with what I feel, Brody. I can do that. Okay. Okay. Well, Who do you let's have? Let's hope Nebraska. Who do you have? You trying to stall so you can go read no, it? No, 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 no. I got okay, Ohio State, Michigan, three. Michigan State. Okay. Mm-hmm. Michigan State. State. Huh? Okay. What makes you go with them? They're a pretty solid team, and I like what Mel Tucker's doing out there. They have a solid quarterback. They also have a. Yeah, and it's 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 a toss up between one. them and Wisconsin, and I just don't have the okay. confidence in Wisconsin. Hey, we have hey, we have all this on tape. We'll be able to look back on it. Okay. Yeah, let's and move so on to the ACC. Yeah, let's go ahead and move on before Brody you, start us out in the ACC. Why don't you start us out in the ACC? Why don't I start us out? All right, give me Clemson, Pittsburgh, NC State. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Wow. All right, me, I got Clemson, NC State, and Miami, three. Bingo. Bingo. I got the same thing, Jackson. No one has Wake Forest. No, they lost their quarterback for the year. Yeah, Sam Harmon got hurt for the year. Yeah, I know. All right, and that's enough about the ACC because they suck. Let's move on to okay. the, next, the, SEC. the next SEC. I think we I should mean, do – why didn't top we start four. off with the SEC? It just matters more, right? It means I think more. we should do top five for the SEC. Oh, why? Why do we need to do top five? I just, I just want to hear your top five. I just want to hear it. Okay. All right. Okay, All right. Go for it. All right. I'm going to start off. Yeah, I can start off. One, okay. Bama. Two, ooh, Georgia. Three, Tennessee. Mm. Four, mm. Arkansas. And then five. I'm gonna take South Carolina. Wow did did you forget South about the Aggies? You know, I didn't. But I don't believe that they're going to be able to score enough points to win a lot of games. Okay. Jackson, if I pay you $25 million, will you pick the Aggies? I'll yeah, go ahead and put easily. Them in. I'll go ahead and, okay. and say they're going to be three for me. So who's your actually, top two? Actually, actually you want to know what? I'm going oh, to change my South Carolina to Kentucky. Hey. Oh. I'll throw another name okay. out, another team's name out there. Florida. Yeah, what is your top I, five, bro? I don't think they have enough talent. Their quarterback is pretty good. Yeah, Brody, what top five? Five? Bama, Georgia, A and M, Arkansas, Tennessee. 
All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Bama. I'm going to go number two. This is tough one. It is not tough. It's not tough. It is for me. I know how bad. I'll go Georgia. It is tough. I I didn't really want to put Georgia in the same thing. They're going to go down here. No, I'm going to go three. I'm going to go Tennessee. Whoa. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go four Arkansas. Wait. And I'm going to go five. I'm going to go Ole Miss. Wait, so let me ask you a question. Tennessee or Notre Dame? Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. Hendon wow. Hooker is an extremely He's a good player that is not nice talked year, about enough. Hendon yeah, Hooker's a good QB. Yeah. Versus so, Georgia, I want to say, in the first half against them, their offense was doing amazing. So if you have Arkansas and you think they're a top-10 team, is Tennessee a top-10 team? Is that – I mean, Tennessee and Arkansas in the top-10? Well, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just, I just went with that for this top five, bro. I, I mean, don't think it's that wild because I think Tennessee could be pretty good. That's based off. That's based off where. That's also based you know, on who they play. See, they don't. Tennessee schedules easier. Yeah, if it was who they play, I wouldn't have Arkansas on my top five. Head to head, because I could yeah. see them finishing yeah, seven. Head to head, I listen. Listen, Arkansas head to head, a lot I would more pick talent. Arkansas over Tennessee. I agree. Yeah, I would pick Arkansas over Tennessee. But their schedule's tougher, so I think they're going to finish below. Do y'all think Tennessee could potentially give Georgia a tough matchup? And I do. Where's that game? That was at? what I was debating on. That's what I was debating on putting. It's in. I think that Athens game's in Georgia. Yeah, because last year it was in, in Tennessee. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think there's there's an outcome where Arkansas has three losses. There's an outcome where they have five losses. Neither would shock me. Tennessee, I think, way more consistent. I I agree. All right, what about the Big Twelve? Top five. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go third on this. I'll let you guys go first. Brody, start us off. Yeah, give me OU, Baylor, K State, OSU. TCU. Right, I'm gonna go OU, K State, Baylor, OSU, Texas Tech. Okay. Oh wow. Uh, Jason, I have the same top four as you, but my number five is uh, Iowa State. Hmm. I I don't know if you guys have heard. Yeah, a lot of people are sleeping on Iowa State. I'm sleeping on them. I. I've heard some things that this team has a lot more depth talent-wise. They do have Xavier Campbell, But do they have yeah, a quarterback? That's the thing. I've heard that. And the running back. He's apparently already better than what Brock Purdy was, but I don't think that's asking too much. No. So... Nope, so that's that's the top five power that's the power five conference. Yeah, there. So Big Twelve a little bit more on it. Skill position one. So give me give me a QB, two running backs, two receivers. If you had to pick a all Big Twelve team, what you think it'd look like at the end of the year. Alright, well I think QB Dylan Gabriel, 
obviously. Are we doing one or two quarterbacks? One. Okay, so my two running backs will be uh, Bijan and Deuce Vaughn. And how many wide receivers? Three? Two. Two. Three, yeah, three. Just three. One. Okay. Uh, Mims. Quentin Johnson. And Xavier Worthy. Okay. Um, for me, Dylan Gabriel. Deuce Vaughn. B. John Robinson, Marvin Mims, Xavier Hutchinson, Quinn Johnson. All right, I'm going to go Dylan Gabriel. You said two running backs? Two running backs. Yeah. Eric Gray, B. John Robinson. Receivers, Mims, Worthy. Uh, probably Johnson. So. Probably so. I don't know if I can put Worthy up there. I think Just because get his yards no matter who's at QB. Ah. Uh, I think Hutchinson. That's tough. Quentin Johnston is too physically dominant and too good of a wide receiver to not have a lot of yards this year. I'm saying Hutchinson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Who do you think, if you you couldn't pick Dylan Gabriel, who would you pick? Blake Shapin. Yeah, Blake Shapin. Actually, really? no, I would yeah. go with Adrian. Actually, I would go with Adrian Martinez. I would go Shapin. I think Adrian Martinez in that K-State offense is going to be really I good. I do too, but Shapin, I think, is really, really good. Off of what? I mean, what have you seen? You saw one game. Okay. Say that with a lot of guys. I mean, he I don't, fits their I offense feel like, better than Bohannon. No, he doesn't. Whoa. Gary yes, Bohannon can the ball and run. Yeah, that. but he can't move the ball down the field like Shapin can. <laughs> Shapin. Bohannon's, Bohannon's starting. Where? It's uh, at USF. Let's not get our expectations up. It's USF. Yeah. Oh, is that where it's at? Yeah. Hey, Shapin moves the ball way better than Bohannon would, which, in my opinion, makes that offense more of a threat. Yeah. But I I think Adrian Martinez is right there. Because in that offense, I think he's probably the best quarterback they've had in a while. Yeah. I feel like a guy we're kind of forgetting about is uh, JT Daniels. Yeah. I'm not. I, I like saw the, the talent I that give it a year. West Virginia. Yeah, he uh, can start, Donovan Smith. He can start over Stetson Bennett. 
Guys, he couldn't start well, over Stetson Bennett. Wasn't part of that be due to injury? Yeah, that's he got hurt. I don't care what it was. I don't care what it was for. He couldn't start over he Stetson was be- Bennett. He was better than Stetson. Yeah, he, he was. He started out here really good. The system like Stetson did. Yeah. I I don't think Stetson Bennett's a top five QB in the country. I don't think he was last year, and he still led him to a national championship. Yeah, no, no, he wasn't. I feel like he's not as bad as people make him seem, though. Listen, he had the game of his life in that NCAA championship. But the rest of the year, he didn't do anything. Who? And Stetson Bennett, and in fact, in in the championship game, he struggled at the first. Remember, mm-hmm. they were. I mean, he's not. He's not what it's all cracked up to be. He's gonna have a bad year. My opinion. Yeah, I yeah. think Richardson, the Florida dude, is probably better than him. Mhm. I agree, Anthony Richardson. This year's really like I feel like the race for everything outside of the national championship is wide open, and I know that. I do you guys the, the national, agree with me? I wouldn't say the national championship is wide open, but I mean I don't think it's. No, I'm saying locked everything in. except the national championship is wide open, like everything else. Yeah, I'd agree. I like think, the other, like the other two playoff spots. I mean, I think if you're saying that the national championship isn't wide open, which I agree because Ohio State and, and Bama are the favorites. Not that I think they'll win, but they're the favorites. I think you have to say the same thing with the Heisman. C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young are probably the favorites, but I agree. Literally everything mm-hmm. else. I mean, it's, all right. Yeah. While we're at it, then while we're at it, go ahead and say your top. Top before we get into OU uh, news and notes at the end here. What, what do you top four the playoff teams? Go ahead and name your playoff teams this year. See, I don't really want to name playoff teams because we haven't seen anyone play yet. But oh, got to do preseason playoff teams. Early bro. prediction: Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, and OU. Same for me. Fifth would be Notre Dame, but actually, wait. It's tough because I think Clemson could be it if they get the right production from Yuga La La La, whatever his name is. However, yeah. I would agree. It is Ohio State, Bama, and Georgia OU for me right now. Though I think Clemson and Notre Dame are right um, there. My, my, mine is uh, Alabama, Ohio State, OU, Utah. Utah. Yep. That wouldn't shock Utah, me. That's pretty that, not Georgia. Not Georgia. If Georgia slips up before the Bama game, I – That's yeah, why I – And I don't know where they could – I actually, think they well, will slip up. I I'm forgetting. They, they play Oregon week one. That's going to be a exactly. – That's going to be a tough game. Y'all, I've been saying this for a while. Well, I haven't really said it out publicly, but 
I've been thinking, I have a feeling that Oregon's going to come in there and romp Georgia. Yeah. Like, I just, we, that's like the type of game that has the feeling. Like, Dan Lanning gets to coach against Kirby Smart in his first ever game. Like, I think that's a game where Oregon takes the world by shock. But now, I think Oregon may be off a high for the rest of the season from that game and may slip up a couple times. But I still think that they can upset Georgia. Yeah, I agree. And we can, you know, we'll, we'll, now that our season's starting to play, is probably definitely two pods, and we can kind of uh, get into the week one matchups because that is one and another one that isn't the game. Oh, yeah. I think I got a I got Ohio State by thirty plus. Hey, listen, week one. Listen to this. Week one, you got Notre Dame, Arkansas, Utah, Florida. That's the other. That's that's a great week one. Here's an interesting week two, guys. Baylor at BYU. That's when you have there's another. Hey, you also have Alabama at Texas, and then Kentucky at Florida week two. You you also have South Carolina and Arkansas. Yeah, and you have Penn State Auburn non conference week three. Dude, BYU Oregon, I think Oregon could slip up in that one. Yeah. Hey Bob. No, that's Jackson. You said that you got Ohio State by thirty plus. Yeah, I th- I think hey, Ohio State will I try Ohio State to win the national championship. Hey, Ohio State's gonna curb stomp Notre Dame. It's not even gonna be close. I don't know, yeah. dude. I dude. think Notre Dame can hang within twenty. Oh, Brody, how many hey, of you score? That's not saying much. Hanging, Brody. Oh, Ohio State's it, gonna score fifty on Notre Dame. Ohio State's gonna score fifty. I don't know. Wait, and yeah. I don't even think that OSU had, had Jalen Warren in that game either. No. But I could be it, wrong. You're looking too much at last year. If we're looking at I'm last year. I'm looking at this year, Brody. Can, I'm looking at this year. True. So then why are you talking about the Fiesta Bowl every single time the word Notre Dame is brought up? Well, because Spencer That was just not that long ago. I well, mean, you got, he, they have well, he kind of did torture. Whole different coach. There's things for that. Whole different coach. No, actually, Whole Freeman coached that game, bro. Freeman coached that game. That was okay. That was not. It was an interim coach sure. at that point. Well, yeah. It doesn't matter. Sanders, hey. Spencer Sanders torched him. Okay. Okay. I got. I think they. Austin could let him up, but. Miami A&M is another game that could be interesting. Oh, my, my, Miami I don't know A&M. Miami would win. Just yeah, week three. I would hope that. I think A&M's whole national champion college football playoff hopes are ruined by week four because three, four. I'm seeing Miami and Arkansas. I think one of them gets them. Yeah, what's well, like. Didn't I want to say like this last season at the beginning of the year? Didn't they slip up to like LSU or someone? They, they lost to Arkansas. Of, no, 
that may have been new, and then their season just went downhill from there. But like, yep, and they go to Bama, so yep. All right, well, I would say that's pretty much all we have to say. Do you guys agree? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Covered it. Yeah. Well, let's talk yeah, about some. Uh, this next week, some... this this is when we will start to get into our two week two podcasts a week and post game show as well. So it's about to start picking up from here. The off season. Uh. You can say college football starts, but Oklahoma is now in season mode on Monday or Sunday. So, yeah, I believe they had some walkthroughs today uh, where they yep. did team hotel. Mm-hmm. They had kind of practice kind of what the thing they looks like. They yeah, they they practicing in the alma mater. Apparently, they they're gonna have to line up in a certain way too. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you guys know if they're still going to do that thing where they walk from the 20-yard line again? Is that an every-game thing? Walk from the 20? What do you mean? Like in the where spring game? Walk? Yeah, like they did at, at the spring game. I don't know. His arms locked. Y'all, so have we been on the pod since we talked about the new LED stadium lights? Yeah, we did. Have, okay. I think we talked about well, it on the last one, but you know what? What do you think they're going to use? I've, we didn't go I've been here. They're going to use them for everything. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but do you think they're going to do some special like, stuff with them? Yes. Oh, yeah. They're going to do, like, light shows, I'm sure. That's kind of what I'm thinking for intro video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and after a touchdown, you can and flash And you guys, Clemson. I'm hearing some things that some old chants are coming back. So, do you guys know, like, uh, OSU stole the, we're going to beat the hell out of you chant from yeah. us? Well, I yeah, heard that, I that's did. coming back for us. Yeah, that but I don't know if me. that's true. Well, you know, they, what was the little teaser OU football put out about the Bells? Did you yeah, see that? Hell's Bells. Hell's Bells. They don't usually mm-hmm. play that, do they? No. That was a thing that they used to do under Stoops, I think. See, I picture when they play a night game, they're going to turn all the lights off. Because those LEDs come right on. You don't have to warm them up. And they're going to crash the lights. Dude. Yeah, well. Play some Hell's Bells. Yeah. I can see that. Our first night game is against Kent State, but when is our next one? Who knows? It's probably going to be OSU or Baylor. Probably so. Hopefully I wish Baylor the first, and OSU. I wish the first game yeah. was a night game. I wish the first game was like 8 o'clock. Agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not feasible to do that late of a game. but 2.30 is like the worst time for a game. It really is. What's your What's your prediction, UTEP? Or what do you, they play this week, guys. 
Yeah. Really? Who, yeah, they play. Who do they play against? I don't remember, but I'm going to watch. I'll watch some North of that. North Texas. Again. Yeah, I'll watch some of that. Oh, North Texas? I think I, I think we all three set our predictions last week. Oh, that's right. Maybe yeah. We did. I don't. I don't I'm remember. sure we'll I say think, him again multiple times. I think I said like 63, 14, 63, Se- 17. You said 70. Oh, 70? 70, Jackson. I remember wow. you said 70. What would be a disappointment? If we win by 30 or less. How about defensively? Giving up what is a disappointment? Giving up 17? Mm. It depends on how it goes. Yeah, because if you bring in your backups and if you, know, you have like a bunch of true freshmen or... playing, that's different. But like, if the starters, if I think if the starters give up more than seventeen points, yeah, if the this, starters kind of. Here's the big deal this week, though. The big thing, which I think we need to have a pod. Probably Monday night when you have a pod. Monday night is what I was thinking. Depth chart comes out Monday. Yeah, I think we need mm-hmm. to have a pod and break it all down. We might have to do that right after the depth chart comes out. I mean, that that's going to be telling on some stuff. I can do it in the afternoon. It yeah. is. For Me sure. too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll make sure that comes out. Couple two two to three days, um, but I'm pretty sure we got everything wrapped up in this one. Yep. Well, I mean, it's crazy, man. Football's here. It's back. I know it's hard to believe. It feels like it's, it's been a whirlwind been so of long. events since. No, I know it's been a whirlwind of events ever since last December. And do you remember when that happened? We got BV. Everybody was like, well, we just lost uh, Malachi Nelson. Lost all these guys. Oh, you screwed for a while this year at least. They'll be okay. In well, that's what the some people were class, saying. The 23 class is just going to be devastated. I heard that from so many people. Yeah, I know. Especially a lot of people that were like, well, that's how it was up until we started getting recruits in July, and now everyone's, like, saying, Oh, yeah. Like, oh, wow, look at this class. It's generational where me and uh, Brody can both even say this. Like, whenever we would talk, we would always talk about how we just need to stay patient and wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah, just because yeah. it was just a matter of time before things started to come together. Yeah, for sure. July really, and it has now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. all right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to Sooner Surge episode five. It's so gonna go ahead and wrap it up. And again, we'll have you guys Monday night with our depth chart predictions.